He's the best of the best of the best. He's a wonderful voice. If you don't like him, you don't have a soul. I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Welcome back to another broadcast of the Youth Norton Radio Show. I'm here back in the studio alone, and this time we're not live. We're actually back on YouTube, if you're seeing this. Um, so I've been away for a while from the podcast on YouTube because I've been over on Twitch live streaming because I've, it's, it seems to be a better arena for me to, when I do the sessions where I talk, you know, just talk by myself, uh, just talk about whatever, it's a lot easier to do it on there. And even with news, like, it's a lot easier to talk over there because... Um, there's people there, there's live interaction and that's what I love for this kind of, you know, show that I'm doing. It's a lot easier to do it and it's a lot better for me personally. So I like doing it there and that's where it's going to be for a little bit. Are you still, you guys are still going to get podcasts here. I may take some of the podcasts I do from, uh, Twitch and put them over here. If I feel like, Oh, this is good. And they run like an hour, hour and a half. Cause that's usually the, t- the you know, the amount of time I do to stream because it goes by so quick. You never really realize it. Actually, I need to start my timer on my watch. So I know how long this is going. So I don't stream for too long. Uh, so, so, so I don't record for too long. Um, but like you just, it, the time goes and it flows and it flows and you just lose track sometimes, except for the fact that there's like a live counter. I'm like, how long you've been live, you know, an hour or whatever. Um, but, I was recently asked uh, why I don't play horror games on the channel, and um, I didn't really have a solid answer because I don't know. I, I mean, I want to. I just have to, you know, get the money and buy the game. Simple as that. Um, plus, I like there's some horror games that I just don't have any interest in playing. Like, um, like Five Nights at Freddy's. Take that for example. Like, you're never gonna see me play that as you know, recorded as a let's play on put on YouTube ever, ever. Here's why. I have seen that game played through too many times. I know secrets. I've seen strategies and all that stuff. I've like I've watched Mark's playthrough of it, like countless times, and um, I don't feel like I would. It would be fun. It would be more of just a game of it. It would be more of just a game of like okay, uh, do this, do this, do this, do this, and then just pay attention to all this crap. Um, it'd just be a strategy for me. I'd be like in my head. I'd be setting up a strategy and how to beat the game in the fastest way possible. That's what it would be like, to be honest. And it wouldn't be fun for me, and it wouldn't be fun for you guys, because I'm not a speedrunner. I'm not going to try to speedrun through the game or anything like that. Um, but I, I don't. it just wouldn't be a fun experience for anybody. And I genuinely, I genuinely don't believe that that would be... Because um, the challenge would obviously come the last night, night six, and then the 2020 modes on each game that's when the hardness would come in. But the first few nights I'd be like back and forth, just, you know, doing it. Cause after like, after it only takes me like a couple of tries to get adjusted and into real game mode. If I'm, if it's a really, if it's a real, um, if it's a real strategy based game and that game is like you, there's a, there's pattern recognition 
and all that involved, which I'm fairly good at. Not the best at, but I'm fairly good at. Good at enough where I could beat that game. Um, but I don't feel like it'd be a good use of my time to play that. But, there's, I mean, and there's games like Outlast and and Outlast 2, and I'm like, ah. Because, I, I, like, I've seen too many horror games played because I like watching them. I like other YouTubers watching them because I know I'm probably not going to play them. Uh, in the past, I played a couple of horror games, but they weren't good horror games. They were bad and, like, Flash games because back in the day, Newgrounds is where it's at. So that's what I played. But I really want to find a good game. Like, I want to find that game that's going to be like, yes, this is going to not blow people's minds, but this is going to make me happy to play, and this is going to make, you know, them happy to see me play. I just really want to find something that's going to be worth it. So, like, I, don't don't worry, I will play a horror game. I will, I will, I will, because it's going to add something new to the channel that I haven't done before. So, I will hopefully be able to find something. Because I, I, like, I like, like, I do love games and, uh, horror games and whatnot. Don't get me wrong, because some of them are really good and really well and really well made. And then, of course, there are the crappy ones that are like, okay, typical jump scares. There was a game I played. I don't know if I uploaded that video. I did. It was One Leaves. And that was a game with a hidden message in it. I was like, oh, One Leaves. Okay, it's a horror game. I, I'll spice it up. Turns out it was just a um, more of a PSA for teens who smoke tobacco. Um, you know, cigarettes and stuff like that, but, you know, like, to get them to stop, and I was like, okay, well, you know, whatever. After, because I, I figured it out, like, halfway through, I'm like, well, I didn't, feel like, I didn't figure it out to the end, I'm like, oh, this is what this is, I'm like, that's a race, because I'm like, oh, it's a race, uh, I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool, it's set in this dingy, dark, you know, uh, setting, and I'm like, oh, cool, it's a race to the finish, I got friends, who's going to be the first one out, and I'm like, oh, I got to be the first one out. But turns out it's just a PSA for kids to be like, don't smoke, don't smoke kids, it's not not good for you. It's, it's not, so don't smoke kids, it's not good for you. All right, so uh, like, I, like, I, I have been away, and I've been away a little bit too long. So by the time you guys see this, I don't know when this is going to go up, but I have a, I've had a new guest on the show. You guys aren't going to see the podcast until probably n later this month, which is August. So later in the uh, August month, you're going to see the podcast up. And I'm going to start doing these. I'm going to start doing these podcasts a little more consistently. I'm going to try to upload one a week. And I say that with confidence this time because I've been, that's what that's what I've been doing in the past. But this time I'm going to stick more closely to that because now I know I'm going to be away um, for like a month, I'm going to be gone for a month, so I'm recording some videos now for that time, so that way I can just spend a whole week or whatever, however much time I have to edit, just edit videos and figure out, okay, what am I going to do here, what am I going to do here, and I have videos, and I'm so glad I've, I have uh, access to a good amount of games, and I still have more episodes to record, because I'm trying to figure out a good schedule to keep content coming to this channel. Because I've 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 kind of moved away from the Goof Gaming channel for now. I will come back to it. It's just I really need to focus on pumping out videos for Goof, the Goof Norton channel, this this main channel here, um, because it's starting to come back to life a little bit. I'd like to you know, at least not just give up on it, but assist with growth and whatnot. 
because I've reconnected with friends that have been gone away for a, for a while. So YouTube friends, I mean. Uh, but man, man, oh man, we're gonna have some fun. I've discovered some new games. I started playing Smite recently. Freaking, it's not a bad game. Like it's it's really not a bad game. I gen genuinely am interested. Um, it's not something I can play for hours. It's something I can definitely play like for maybe three or four games at a time and then I back out. Uh, because the games can be so long, that's the thing that kills me. Like, Siege games, like, they're timed. You know, you have a time limit. For Smite, at least I haven't seen it yet, but uh, the, the, the the timer counts up, so it's, it's, just, it's just counting time of how long the match has been going on. But for Siege and stuff like that, for Call of Duty, the matches are timed and the timer goes down instead of counting up. So it's a more of a... It's like, okay, you have this many minutes to find the enemy and kill him. Do that. And then we're like, okay. And that's the thing that's... And that's what keeps the game interesting. That's what keeps the game moving. Um, and I, I don't know... I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a game mode that's, that Smite has that's like, okay, it's time to, you know, do this and that. And even with Fortnite and Battle Royale games, like, there's a circle that closes in on you that's forcing you to move and forcing you to, you know, engage with other players, attack them, whatever... That's what I appreciate with some some games. I'm like that. That's a good. That, that's a good element that people don't normally think about all the time, but it's a very important element in some games because it keeps them moving. It keeps them, you know, fast paced or you know maybe slow paced, depending on like depending on how uh, much time the player has depends on how they play. You know that that that's a something we have to account for as gamers, and that's I like that in games. I like I like having a timer sometimes in games. Not all games, but some games it's like, oh yeah, that, no, that's pretty cool. That's a good addition to the game. Like with Battle Royale games, it's a good addition. Because if we didn't have, like if it was just an open, like a open world kind of thing. Not an open world kind of thing, but it was, it was a Battle Royale game set in like a place like Fortnite or like PUBG or Blackout for uh, you Call of Duty 4, you Black Ops 4 players. And there was no circle and it was just... A matter of kill all the people it would be a mess I would like to see something like that I, I forget I actually think there is there probably is and I haven't played it because I obviously obviously I know there are battle royale games before Fortnite and PUBG and uh, blackout and all that stuff I, I'm aware of that I'm 100% aware of that um, there's like there's battle royale modes and other ga like older games and all that stuff just like in um, Mario Kart there's, well, there's battle mode, but you get the idea. It's, you know, last man standing kind of thing. So, I'm aware. I'm not, I'm not that young. So, I had some gaming news, but I, I, I kind of do. So, we have an, I have an article from Boot It three days ago. And it's for all of you Resident 2, uh, Resident Evil 2, Resident 2, Resident Evil 2 fans out there. There's a uh, there's a mod. It's a Resident Two. It's a Resident Evil Two remake mod that lets you play as Nier's Two B. If you don't know uh, Nier Automata, there's the the, the female character in that uh, is t called Two B. And this is from Sean Prescott. This is on PCGamer.com, where I get all my gaming news from. Nowadays, if there's a successful uh, successful and moddable third-person action game, you can rest assured that eventually Nier Automata's Two B will be modded into it. It recently, uh, it, it happened recently with uh, Sekiro's, it's, yeah, Sekiro, 
I don't know why I read that in a possessive way. I'm like, that's not, it's not Sekiro's, it's just Sekiro. Uh, it's happened in Monster Hunter World, and now you can play as 2B in the Resident, 2, Resident Evil 2 remake. The work, of, the, the work of modder TXYI, the 2B Claire mod, does what the name implies. It replaces Claire with 2B. None of the movesets have changed. It doesn't change up the gameplay at all, but I can hardly imagine her moveset slotting nicely into uh, the corridor-laden world of Resident Evil. The mod replaces no, uh, Noir DLC, uh, places the Noir DLC costume, and comes... Comes with the warning that, uh, the warning, oh my gosh, the warning using Fluffy Quacks mod manager is highly recommended. Thanks to DSO Gaming for the heads up. I can't speak, I don't know why I can't speak right now, like I can't, am, am I stupid? Can I not read? I know how to read, I've been reading for years. It's like the shortest article in the world. And there's a there's of course a couple of screenshots in there. But it's literally just 2B. She's just her, but in the uh, world of Resident Evil. I think my brain's broken. I think my brain is really broken. So I'll, what I'll try to do is include like a, a good maybe couple of stories, uh, a couple of news stories for you guys to keep this relevant to gaming. Um, and speaking of gaming, we're going to kind of move off into this as a good way to, good segue. So YouTube... Basically, I'm going to put it this way. YouTube doesn't really want gaming to be the front anymore. It doesn't want gaming to lead the way. Because gaming has been leading YouTube for years. Like, for years. When I first started watching YouTube back in, like, 2013 or something like that, you know, the first thing I saw was gaming. I found Markiplier, Jacksepticeye, and then Game Grumps. Um, and, of course, we always had PewDiePie, who was th there on the site, you know, early. And, you know, gaming has just been a huge, like, a huge section of YouTube. Like, I've, there's, a lot of there's a lot of gaming YouTubers out there that I'm aware of that are really small. Like, I'm in a bunch of Facebook groups that have small uh, gaming YouTubers. And I'm like, there's, like, a lot. There's a lot. I've seen so many over the years. I've seen some come and go. I've seen some come and stay. And, you know, some are, you know, here struggling now. And it's like, whoa. Because cause it's such a a big section of YouTube that, uh, of course, everybody wanted to get on the train because everybody loves to play. Like, a lot of people love video games. can't say everybody because some people just don't like video games because they don't have a soul or something. But I don't know. They must hate children and old people. Um, just kidding. But, the, like, it's, it's just such a staple. You know, it, it's become, like, one of the better parts of YouTube. And at the same time, it can be... Um, the gaming section of YouTube can be toxic, as well as any other section of YouTube can be in some way or form. Because toxic doesn't always have to be like a kid just yelling, like typing the N-word in your comment section. It could be somebody just plainly being rude to you, you know, over, over anything. Toxicity levels are different in each community, and the definition, well, the definition kind of stays the same. Somebody's just acting stupid for no reason just because they're on the internet and they're they're protected by a keyboard and a computer screen or a phone screen and you can't do anything to them so they're like oh i could say whatever i want because obviously in real life they wouldn't do that they're too scared they wouldn't dare because they don't know who they're talking to because they don't know if they're talking to some 
like some fat guy who won't be able to do anything, or some really ripped guy who was probably going to kill them, but you never know. Um, but, like, it's such a huge thing. Because even me, I'm like, I'm guilty of getting all hopping on the gaming train back in 2014 when I started the channel. And it was, like, for me, it, was, it wasn't just gaming. I was like, oh, man, I could play games for a living. It was more like, it, for me, it was more of a chance to build a positive community around myself. Um, and to have that, to, just, just to have that. You know, it was the idea of I, I can have this, like I can have this be a thing for me. And, it, you know, it's something I can always be proud of and look back to, you know, later in life and be like, like I, I helped create, you know, this community that's super positive and is like, is just awesome. You know, um, you know, groups of people who I can be like, hey, we're going to go donate to this charity or, you know, and, and like hundreds of people go and go and do that, you know, um, times where I can just stream and stream on whatever platform uh, and have or if like say if i had to move from youtube to twitch i would like to have you know a good community around me so that way if i do do that there's at least you know 100 people that move over from youtube to twitch to be with me just to be like yeah like i like this guy i like watching what he does because the chance because obviously you know the reason i do youtube is the chance to make somebody smile at least for a little bit or give somebody a piece of information that they can take and they find useful you know uh, but if I can m make your day better just a little bit and make you forget about your problems, um, then I'm doing something right. Um, and that's kind of what I discussed with uh, my guest I had on the podcast pre pre I recorded previously to this. So, I uh, man, like I, I like like I, I love making people happy in some way, shape, or form. And I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a selfless person. I can see myself as a selfless person. I'm not saying that to be braggadocious or I sound like a douchebag, but it's true. Like I, I really don't care about myself that much in the sense when I'm helping people. Like if it's it's not it's never really a burden for me. It's like I do it and I don't even like I like I uh, like I'm a no problem kind of guy. That's just how I am. I don't know why. I'm like, I'm that way, but I am, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm happy that I am because, because some people help others to look, to get something out of it. I don't really care. I'm like, yeah, I help you. Cool. That's it. I move on to the next thing I was going to do or, you know, <laughs> that's just it. I'm not looking for credit or gratitude or, you know, rewards or anything like that. If that happens, that happens. But if it doesn't, I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be like, Hey, okay, cool. I was like, you, I helped you out. You got what you needed. You're good. All right, cool. I'm gonna go on about. I'm gonna go on, uh, go on, go on about the rest of my day, and we're gonna be, and we're gonna be good. Now inside, I mean, now inside my heart, I, I do feel good when I help somebody. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll help that guy out. That's good, because that's reward enough, you know, for me. Like I do get a good feeling when I've actually helped somebody um, with something important, or with something simple. I'm like, ha! As like I helped to do that. Um, that's good, and I keep that in my head. I'm like, yes. I'm still, you know, I'm still a good person in some sense. It helps me, helps keep me human. Um, but, you know, like if you're going to do something, do it for, do it genuinely. Don't do it looking for something to get something out of it, but just do it, you know, because um, I don't want to tell the story, but I can tell the story now because I don't work at that job anymore. So I used to work security. And, um, 
I was a supervisor at my job. And on New Year's, so what happened was, um, for my security side, I worked at a warehouse. Uh, there was two buildings and that I was over uh, on the security side, of course, as a supervisor. So I had a team of maybe six to eight people at a time. And so on New Year's, both warehouses are closed. So I only have maybe like four to take to watch and take care of. And the two main buildings where we sit, where my office is, I have, there's only two officers in each building. There's only one officer in each building, plus me and my office. So it's two in one building and one in the other. So in the building that I, where my office is, there's supposed to be an officer. So on New Year's, um, one of my officers who's supposed to be working in the same building, I, you know, where my office is, I get a call from him at, um, uh, like in the morning, like early in the morning before the shift, you know, officially starts. And, um, he is telling me that he, uh, he got arrested or he got pulled over and then he got arrested for something he or, or he had already went to court to and got it cleared because he had to take time off work for it. So he's like, so we're, you know. We know that he did this. He had a notice and everything for it. He's like, okay, let's go take care of it. And he was, and he, this is, is a responsible guy. Um, he's, he's very on that kind of stuff. And I'm like, what? And in my head, I'm like, what the heck? Like, are you serious? Is this, like, is this, is this really happening? Is this something I got to worry about? So I, now I'm trying to figure out who can I get to come in? Obviously no one, because no one wants to freaking work New Year's Eve and New Year's. So it's like, oh, okay. Um, so then I, I have to come up with a plan to, so I, I ended up locking the doors cause just to the entrance doors so nobody can get in. Cause I still have to do patrols around inside the building to make sure that, you know, nobody gets in or nobody's in there still and trying to get stuff out. Um, but it's, it's one of those things. It's like, Oh man, I, I, I was like kind of losing it a little bit, but at the time I didn't, I was like, well, got to do something. Got to figure out something here. And so I had to kind of, you know, loosen the rules because we're, we're not supposed to leave. Like, there's a front office in the warehouse. We're not supposed to leave that without um, proper relief just in case somebody comes in with a gun or something so we can alert people and be like, oh, hey, person with a gun or something for an emergency purposes, uh, as you can probably understand. So I ended up just you know, locking the doors and whatnot. And after work was over, cause it was like a 10 hour shift. Cause I ended up playing music the whole day, just kind of relaxing, playing music. Cause nobody's coming in the warehouse. Nobody's coming out. Pretty simple day. But after work, um, I went home, took a nap, woke up, thought about it for a little bit. And I went to go, um, bail him out. I mean, I just, I was like, I, I went to go bail him out. I don't know what compelled me to do it, but I was like, I think, well, in my head, I was thinking, I'm like, man, I can't, I don't want this guy to, you know, sit in jail for the night. I'm like, there's no point. He's like, he's already been to court to clear it. He has evidence of it, but freaking when he, so I, I went, I cleared him and it was $500. It was a $500, uh, bail to get him out. And that's it. You know, that, that was, that was it. Simple as that. I went in there, I paid it. I went home. The next morning he was out and, uh, I didn't tell anybody. I tried not to tell anybody, but of course my boss found out 
And then the other supervisor supervisors found out, and then he found out, and I was like, oh. Because, I, I, like, I didn't want anybody to know. I was like, he's out. That's cool. Nobody needs to know anything happened. Um, but my boss, she, yeah, she asked me. She was like, it, she was like, yeah, you got out. I was like, did you do that? And I'm like, uh, no. But I, but I couldn't lie. Cause she pried a little bit. So I was like, yeah, I did. But I wasn't looking for credit or anything. I didn't get any extra pay in my paycheck. I didn't get anything. And I wasn't expecting anything. I just did that because I, I liked the guy. He was pretty cool. You know? Um, we had we found some stuff in common because he was an older gentleman too. He was like in his sixties. I'm young, but we still had the same. We still like the same kind of music, which is good. Um, and it was just a it was just an honest moment of connection where somebody was in need, and I freaking I had the ability to help him out, so I helped him. Um, and that's 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 just stuff that I some that's like the like well I'm not gonna say greatest, but like that's the most I've done for someone. You know, that's the farthest I've gone to help someone out. Um, and that's just out of the kindness of my heart. I don't do that to look for credit. I don't want, you know, I don't need anybody to refund me that $500. I didn't ask him for that money back. I don't hold it over his head. You know, I just keep on, I just keep on playing the good music while we're at work and that's it. And we share laughs and all that stuff. It's, Fun time. It was a good time while I worked there. Uh, every time he was there, but he kept, you know, he kept thanking me. And he was like, "Oh, you know." And he, the one thing he asked me, which this is this is why I told you this story, is he asked me, you know, what I what he could do for me in return, and I said, "Nothing." I'm like nothing. I was like, "I don't nothing," because I I like I did that because someone was in need and you needed help. And I'm like, I, I, I'm just here to help you out. I'm not here to get anything out of it. I don't want anything. I just want you to not be in jail. I want you to be here at work because you have a wife. You have, you know, a family to support. So I want you to be able to do that. Now, you go do that, and that's reward enough. You know, that's that's it. Um, but that's that he just, you know, he, you know, shared plenty of stories with me. And all that. He was very kind, so I, that's just the best, that's the what I could do for him in return for sharing, you know, part of his life stories with me and all that. And sharing some of his music with me as well. Because uh, I got, you know, I learned, learned some new, a few new songs from him. So it was just a wonderful time. Uh, but, like, that is something I, 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 I was, like... I have, like, I've never told that story to anybody. Literally nobody <laughs> knows about that except for the people that were involved. That's it. I don't, like, that's not something I casually bring up. Like, yeah, hey, you remember, I'm, uh, I remember this one time I bailed somebody out of jail. No. No, 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 no. That's not something I just, I tell people about. Because that's uncomfortable as heck, first of all. That's just, no. <laughs> it's not a thing you bring up casually. Makes you sound like a douchebag if you bring that up casually. But like I said, like if you're going to do something kind, do it because do it because it's in your heart. If it's not in your heart to do it and it, and expect nothing in return, then you're wrong and you need to reevaluate some stuff. Stop looking for something in return. If you're looking to do something to get something in return, that's what a job's for. That's that's called the job. You know, that get a job and you'll get you you do hard work. You'll do good work helping out a company, and they'll pay you for it. 
It's funny how that works. So go ahead and uh, take that as you will. But those are just the words I say. And I'm not anybody important. I'm just a small guy doing a podcast on YouTube who occasionally does it on Twitch. Oh, man. I'm... Uh, that, 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 that's kind of draining a little bit, telling stories like that, because I, tr- I don't tell stories often. That's a lie. Uh, if you've seen the last, like, four... <laughs> that's a lie. That's a straight-up lie. If, that's, if you've seen the last uh, four live podcast, live, live shows that I did on uh, Twitch, you would know that I <laughs> I like to tell stories about myself. So for you guys over here, I'm going to kind of go into more story mode because this is I'm enjoying this a little bit more. So for anybody who doesn't know, I used to be an actor back in school. Went from third grade through high school. I was I did plays and I did short films, music videos and then like a commercial. Uh so in high school I did three short films, two music videos, and one commercial. And it's funny how that works. It's, you know, I laugh at that because it's like, it's three, two, one. And that was, I, I just found that funny because I was only in my theater class for three years because my counselor would not let me have it for the fourth. Uh, that was my junior year that I didn't get it. I got it back my senior year. And my drama teacher, they, he told us, drama, drama, I say drama because it, it was called drama class, but it's theater class. But he told us that, yes, you can take this class more than once and it still count for credits. Because usually in high school you take a class once, it counts for credits that, you know, because, and then you shouldn't, it shouldn't count again. Because it's like, you're done with this class, why would you take it again? Because every class is different, uh, different level. Like, you take it once, that's it. But we didn't have, like, because, so the school, the high school I went to, just basically hates the arts. And it hates um, theater, especially because the drama department had no budget whatsoever and it still doesn't because I watch him stream on uh, Twitch sometimes and he plays Fortnite uh, just to, just so I can get a chance to talk to him every now and then but like it's, it doesn't have any it doesn't have a freaking budget like are you kidding me and he had to pay out of his pocket for the shows like for um, for any if we needed props if we needed you know scripts and all that stuff like anything that was needed he ended up pretty much paying for out of pocket every year, like every year. And still he supports his family and all that stuff. Like that's why, and we've done like, we've had to do fundraisers in the past. Uh, and that's definitely helped take off some of the, um, pain, uh, some of the weight off of his wallet, you know, but he still ends, you know, even even after the fundraiser, he still ends up having to pay for stuff, and it's you know over over three hundred bucks, over four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks. Like this man is amazing and dedicated to giving these kids an opportunity to learn the arts. Because honestly, I don't think a lot of people would be able to do what he did, what he does as a teacher. That's why he's freaking amazing. Um, that's why he's like one of my favorite teachers, of course that I had and it, like, it's just a freaking mess. Like it, that was just, that was just, it's an honest mess. Uh, but back to the story I was going to tell you. So, um, I did, I didn't get the fourth, the third year mad at that, upset at that, but whatever, didn't get it. Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. But we only had like, we had drama one, drama two, drama two, of course, is the advanced class. 
which we learned a variety of things. And uh, I think our my was it senior year? It had to be senior year. We actually learned how to do stage makeup, which is funny because I I did the uh, and st- if you don't know, stage makeup is different from just like your regular. I'm going out, you know, makeup for you ladies out there. This is like because it's 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 an over exaggeration kind of thing because it's a stage. You know, people are far away. Even the people up close are still you know about maybe five six feet from the stage from the actual stage, and the people in the back are you know way the heck far away. So the idea is to um, over exaggerate the makeup and over exaggerate the shadows and the uh, on your face and all that. So that way people can see what you look like or what your character looks like a lot better, a lot more clearly. Up close, you look terrible, but far away, you look pretty darn good. And I did bruises and all that stuff. Uh, I did, you know, bruises and cuts on my face. It looked pretty cool. I think I could have done, I definitely could have done a better job. Uh, but I came home with, I came home with a makeup on my face. And my mom was like, like, did you like, what the heck happened? Did you get beat up? <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, no, it's just makeup. <laughs> uh, it was pretty, so it was pretty good. It's pretty darn good. Um, yeah, I even fooled my friends too. I'm like, holy crap. They're like, what the heck happened to you? <laughs> so that was probably the best time. But back when I was, um, so I was, so I was doing a podcast not too long ago probably about a week or two ago and what I, w- I was I don't know what prompted it but I was looking back at a photo on um, a classmate's Instagram and my senior year so my senior year was basically my last year in, well obviously my last year in high school that's what it's supposed to be and um, what happened was sorry I'm trying to look up the photo now on my Instagram what happened was uh I was and I was I hated high school I really hated high school I was like depressed the entire time legitimately depressed not just the uh the typical you know hormonal teen kind of quote-unquote depressed I was legitimately depressed because of um uh, you know losing a whole best friend at in freshman year like not even it, my best friend you know passed away freshman year so I didn't have time to grieve because I, it was, he passed away and then I had to go back to school like the following week anyway. You know, I didn't get, I didn't get time off. I just, school. So, uh, that was, uh, that was pretty hard. I kind of never got over it. Never had a chance to until, you know, getting out of high school and joining the military and all that stuff. So I had kind of, I had time, um, in the military, and that's funny, I had time in the military, which is funny, because we usually don't have time to do anything, but I had time there to kind of, you know, come to peace with it, and be okay with it, so now I'm good, but before I just was not a happy person at all, and just could not take it, but I looked at the photo, and it was, um, so what happened was I, I was in my track season, because it's the final sport, that's the only sport besides golf that I played in high school, and, um, I was going to my English class because my drama teacher was my also my uh, English four teacher. Funny how that works out. All in the same year too. And uh, he comes to me and he's like, "Well, because I come to his classroom, I'm usually the first one in there." And he's like, uh, "Oh, hey, um, 
we have a uh, you know a GI that we're doing group interpretation, and if you guys don't know what that is, is it's a um, it's a play, it's a different form of play, different type of performance with a small group of people. How many people? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We had a cast of ten people on that uh, in that one piece and that particular play that we did. It was based off the book Wonder and the movie as well. If you guys don't know what that book is or don't know what the movie is, go read the book and then watch the movie and you'll see what I'm talking about. Amazing story. Um, Don't have time to kind of go through it (laughs) here, but we had a small space to be within a small, small dimensions to be in probably I'm thinking about, it was like 30 by 40 feet, 30 feet, uh, front to back of the stage and then 40 across ish less than that actually no i'm sorry that's that's way too much i'm sorry that's like that's a good size 30 feet that's like just over a plane i'm trying to think the dimensions were smaller than that i'm trying to think it was more like 20 like 25 ish 20 by 25 ish kind of thing and what we it was a we couldn't do props we couldn't use props or anything like that we all had to have similar um, costumes very similar costumes so we were all wearing blue with khaki bottoms blue tops with khaki bottoms that was the thing we did and we're all school people school children so besides a couple of uh of the people in there so we all just had to look like we were in middle school fifth grade And um, and that was the last, like the very last acting, anything I had to do with acting, I did in high school. And that took weeks. I mean, weeks to get. And it was fun. Every single minute of it was fun. And I, like, I, I thought back to it because I, because I think because it was, it's just a good memory I have, you know? the weeks and the times we spent the, all the laughing that we did and had, you know, the fun that we had with it and the performances that we put on were pretty good. Um, but it was a, it was kind of difficult for me a little bit. Cause I haven't like, as a whole, going a whole year for me, not acting at all, like not doing anything, no, no, no film, no music videos, nothing, no plays, nothing, not even a, you know, simple monologue. I was rusty and I was trying to get back into it and figure out, okay, what am I doing? Because this is, th- I've never done a GI before. I've only done, you know, traditional plays, you know, monologues, short films, and all that stuff. And this was something new I, I didn't know how to do, but I did it. And it was fun. And we performed it once in front of the whole school before we went to competition with it. Uh, we didn't make it far at all, mostly because of the school's reputation and the judge's bias in that a little bit, but yeah, it was good. That was, it was what it was. And we're, and funny enough, we're the last ones to do a GI. We don't have, that's not a thing anymore at the school. So I'm not even upset. We did what we could and it was a wonderful time. And because of that, remembering that process and getting back into it, I had a little taste for it then and I'm having a craving for it now and I want to get back into doing film I want to get back into acting and film is the best way for me to do that 
because there's a couple things I want to do. So the first thing I want to do is I want to kind of do a monologue. I want to show you guys the first monologue I ever did in high school that blew people's minds. And um, I'll explain why, because in high school, I was very quiet outside of the whole depression thing. I was a very quiet kid because I just don't talk to people. I'm not a very, I'm, I'm an introvert, kind of, basically. I'm not very extroverted. I won't just walk up to somebody and be like, hey, how you doing? Nope. <laughs> That's not me. That is not me at all. Uh, so I was very quiet. And in class, we sit in these table groups, and I'm sitting towards near the teacher's desk because that's where I was put, so whatever. And we all had to do these monologues. That's the first thing you do in Drummer One. You do a monologue by yourself. You pick, you, you pick one out, and teacher approves it, and he's like, okay, this is good. And you go, we take weeks to um, memorize it, and then we perform it. And so, I don't know, I went in like the middle of the pack, I guess. And... I can, I could kind of see, even though I wasn't looking at everybody individually, I, when I do do, when I do acting, I find a focal point in space where I look at. If it's, if I'm not in a scene with somebody else, if it's a monologue, I find like a wall to stare at and I can give all the emotion to that wall and that wall doesn't give me anything back, which is good, you know? Um, but when I did this, this quiet little kid, you know, not very huge, kind of skinny kid, um, you know, all quiet and hunched over a little bit in high school, sitting at his desk. I get called up to do mine. And there's a chair in the front of the classroom where you could sit in or not sit in, depending on what kind of scene we were doing. And uh, me, I could do mine sitting or standing. didn't really matter. I did mine sitting. And, like, once I started going, like, it was insane. The, the people's reactions were amazing. Because half the room, I could kind of feel like I could really feel the room was like 50 50 like people were like because people don't know what to expect from you you know because this is the first thing we did that involved acting they were like uh okay what's what's this guy gonna do so what we did uh so what I, so after the performance there was like a maybe a couple seconds of silence and then immediately clapping started it was absolutely amazing and um, and I kept a straight face the whole time. Didn't even smile at the end. Because it was a very serious piece, but I still was like, eh. You know, I, I'm done. <laughs> I'm dead. And then we sat, and I sat, you know, stayed in the chair for uh, critiques, because you always give critiques after performance, because it's good. It's good practice to have. Because you can always improve, because you're never the perfect actor, guaranteed, no matter who you are. You can always improve on a performance. But... People, not a lot, a lot of people didn't have anything, you know, only a few, only a couple people had something, and other than that, it was just great, you know, it's like, what we do good, okay, what could we fix for next time, that's the basis for every performance that we do, and people were just like, this was good, this is really awesome, and um, from then on, that just kind of kicked off my reputation in the drama class of being that kid, who was just quiet. But, man, he can put on a good performance. <laughs> and I want to get back to doing that. Except I'm not quite here. You guys, you've heard my voice at least hundreds of times now because I have too many videos out there. I have almost 400 videos out there. That's crazy. Um, I might have passed that. I don't know. We'll see. But that's, like, insane. Like, that's absolutely insane that I, that, that was a thing, that that happened. Um, and I... 
I don't want that feeling exactly, but I want to wow you guys with something. And I, and I'll leave it up to you guys to decide whether or not that that is the beginning of something new, or maybe if that's just the end of my acting career in general. But it'll be a proper send-off. Because what my vision is, and I, I envision myself being in this final film. And it, it's going to be a longer one. Hopefully I'm going to try to make it long, like an hour, an hour and a half, maybe, if possible. But I want to play the bad guy. Because for almost, I think, every film that I did, I was a bad guy. The, fir- the first and the last one, I definitely was a bad guy. The second one, I can't remember at all. Um, if I was one of the bad guys or not, but I was always a bad guy. The first one, I was a basically a, a, a murderer walking into a school, stabbing people just endlessly, which is pretty awesome. And uh, that was... Uh, uh, I <laughs> and I understand the uh, time that we live in today where, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's... Uh, kind of weird but you know it was the thing at the time before all this craziness happened but um like that was enjoyable for me it was an enjoyable experience because i didn't have to say anything i didn't have to talk i just i said i had maybe like two lines in that entire movie and that was it but it was good but i want to i want to play the villain and i want to be this ultimate villain and i want to go out you know on my back defeated and down and done with with someone else, you know, standing tall over me. Not literally, but, you know, in a, in, in a sense. Because there's a... Uh, so, the reason why I want to do this, because I, I'm... So, I'm a professional wrestling fan. And there's a common um, tradition that they have in there that is called going out on your back. You know, to give the boost to somebody else. To give the rub, to give a... To put somebody else over to make them look strong, to make them look great. And that's what I kind of want to do. But I don't have anybody to put over... Or make them look great. This is just an opportunity for me to go out. Um, and leave that image of. Okay he was good. He was, you know, he was a good actor. When he was doing stuff. And I want to put on a great performance. I want to be the bad guy. Because I can't see myself being the good guy. Because I've never been the good guy in, in, in film. It's just not. It, just, it didn't fit. It didn't fit very well. So. I do good with having conflict and dealing with drama and all that stuff. Because it's kind of like real life almost, but... Hey, it's it's what's comfortable. And so alongside of that, I want to do a documentary. Filming the whole process of us. Filming, doing the film from start to finish. And then as well as getting, you know, interviews with certain people. Being like, you know, hey, what's your thoughts on this? You know, where do you think this will go? And of course, getting my views on this and points on this as well towards the end of course and then getting some more significant people who've been you know huge staples in my career over the time and I call this a career but it was it's not really a career because I didn't do much I mean I did a play like almost every year from third grade to you know a senior in high school in some way shape or form so that is uh that's something I can confidently say but over the years, I don't know. I just, I, I miss it. I really do miss like going out there and doing something and going, 
going out there and getting a script and being like, hey, here's your part. You know, let's go memorize this. Let's do the blocking. Let's figure out, okay, you know, who this character is. You know, I, I like that process and I miss that process a lot. So I really want to get back into it and I have to find some um, people. I just have to find people for it. Like this project is going to take about two years. It, like at the at the least, I can say comfortably because I'm like the first year because we're going to spend months planning out a script and then we're going to spend months figuring out, okay, where we're going to, we're going to spend, you know, at least a month or two figuring out where we're going to film this thing, how we're going to film this thing. And then we have to spend time getting the equipment and we have to spend time planning out a lot. And then the filming process comes and then that's going to take a while. And then the editing process comes and that's going to take a while because now being an adult and not having to be in school, I don't have a timeline I have to stick to. We have as much time as it's going to take to get this thing done. Um, now, granted, there now the granted we do we do probably will have to make a timeline in order to keep people on board because everybody, you know, has their own personal missions in life that they have to do and things that they want to do. So I don't want to you know interfere with that. But if people are willing to help me out with this project to get it done and to help my dream come to fruition, like help this dream be something real. Then I want to make sure I'm using the using the time wisely, uh, and having a schedule or something that we can do. But like two years is definitely enough. Maybe not even. I mean, if we're really on top of stuff, then maybe two years would be probably about right. But definitely, the documentary is going to take. Well, the documentary is going to be a little bit easier because that's going to be done. That's going to be done and edited before the film comes out because it's going to be the film. And then maybe a month after that, then the documentary gets released to kind of let the film kind of be absorbed by the be absorbed by the uh, by the public and let people see it, give, give them a chance to see it. We'll probably put it out for like three, four months and you know advertise it like heavily to see where see what kind of reactions we'll get out of people. And then from there, after that comes out, then we'll release the documentary. And then from there, after that's done, I will see what the audience has to say. And if they want to see more from me. And as you can see, like, I, I want to do, I really want to do this. I want to make it happen because I want to know if I have something left in me. Do I have, you know, performance left in me? Is it, do I still have something left in me or am I just a dried up old fool who doesn't know what he's talking about? But I have to find out. There's no way I'll know unless I try. So, with that said, if you out there are an actor um, or you have some experience with filming or film, I would like to talk to you or at least, you know, get some tips and info from you to, so you can possibly help out on this process. But I will have to get in contact with some acting friends and just people that are close to my area so we can at least meet up and try to make it happen. Or at least start to plan. Because I don't expect this to go at a fast pace. Like, I I want this to be a slow pace because I want to enjoy it while it lasts. Just in case this is the last time I ever do something involving acting. I want it to be good and I want it to be a long, just enjoyable process for everybody. Including for my, especially for myself. Just so I have a good time with it and I don't hate it. And end up regretting, regret doing it. Um, so, that's where I am. That's where I am right now. I want to end up doing that. Um, and of course, I want to, I'm not going to stop doing YouTube anytime soon. I'm going to keep doing it because I want to do this podcast on a more professional level. That's why I'm here. 
trying to make this I'm trying to make the podcast better every day for you guys because um now I'm starting to you know uh do things like Patreon and I, and you know go for donations and all that stuff so I can do this professionally and do this as a career because that's what I want to do because I love this. I love this podcast, I love this show because I've had so many good times, too many good times to stop doing it now and I feel like we could take this further because you you guys out there who are listening to this, anybody who ever hears this like together we can make this happen. We can make this dream come alive and make this happen. So if you do want to help out the show and help me keep doing this, I do have a Patreon that you can be a part of. You can be a supporter over there for a dollar a month. And I think I have like up to $10 a month because I'm not trying to kill you guys. But for a dollar a month, you can get access to all my content that I post on my YouTube channel weeks earlier, like weeks in advance. Uh, because I, I have some stuff edited. Uh, I will, uh, you know, just up end up uploading a bunch of it in just one week. And then from there, it just goes to just sit there until it gets, uh, you know, hits the scheduled date it's supposed to upload. And my videos now will, if I have them pre-uploaded, they're going to come out at noon, uh, st- uh, central standard time. So if you're looking to be like, Oh, when's this video is going to come out noon, central standard time. Yeah, make sure you turn on your notifications for my channel so you know, hey, he's posting our videos premiering and I'll try to make, and I'll, I kind of want to start premiering them in the evening time because that's when people are home and that's when people will be actually, will be actually, actually be able to catch the premiere because even in the summertime, like people still work as adults, we still work and all that stuff. So it, it is that and whatnot. But if you want to donate to the show, let me know. Well, don't let me know. Just click the link below or let me know. But um, you get other benefits besides getting the show early. You get shout outs and all that stuff. And I will give you a chance to be a host, not a host, but a co-host on the show, a guest. And then we'll have you get a chance to be in a video with me uh, gaming or non on the show, like I said. And then we could just spend some time talking offline if that's what you want to do. Those are all different tiers and all that stuff you can get access to by uh, becoming a Patreon supporter today. So I hope you guys will support me, support this dream and this journey, because it's going to be a long one, and I'm definitely going to need some help and some a lot of support, as much support as I can possibly get. So thanks, everybody, for <coughs> joining me here. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day, night, wherever you are, Listening to this, it has been a wonderful time here. This has probably been one of my favorite show, uh, favorite podcasts I've done because I've just gotten a chance to get a lot off my chest and to tell you guys, it's almost been an hour too. If it hasn't already, no, it's maybe like a minute off of my stopwatch here. But I really enjoy um, spending time with you guys here on the show because this is like this is what I like to do. This is the kind of stuff I want to end up doing because it's just getting that interaction with you guys, telling you guys a little bit more about me. And then of course, going on to gaming news, we're, we're able to talk about gaming over here and things like that. I know this wasn't game gaming centered, but this was important stuff you guys needed to know and stuff. I really had to get off my chest. And so, like I said, if you want to help out the show, donate to the PayPal, donate, uh, become a Patreon supporter today and make this happen. Let's make this happen. Let's get this done. What is this? Nope, that's the wrong song. I will see. And now that I have this new recording set up, I can do a lot more.
which this is how I recorded the podcast in the past, but now it's a lot, everything's all live and I can do the sound effects and all that stuff. And it's awesome, but I didn't do it this time because I didn't need them because it's more of a serious kind of thing going on. But thanks everybody so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys all have a good day. Remember to check out those links below and tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. What, what is this? Is this film thing? I have a good idea. Uh, is this film? Yeah. Is this film thing I have? Is it a good idea? Or is it something that'll flop? It won't flop. I guarantee it won't flop because I won't allow it to. I won't. My my. I just won't be able to. I won't be able to take it if it does. But anyways, thanks guys for watching. Hope you guys all have a good day, good night, wherever you are. And remember that um, gaming's not a crime. Thanks for watching.